Welcome to today's podcast from Real Estate for Beginners, where we focus on investing in B, C, and D class communities, hopefully to inspire um, future investors and investors to come back that have not invested in a while. Today's date is 10-21-2020 in the United States of America. I want to thank all my um, my listeners from Spain, from Chile, Austria, Australia, United States, United Kingdom, uh, Malaysia, and any Mexico and any others that I might have forgotten. I'm getting closer to hitting my deadline of November the 12th, 2020. Um, I guess you could say I'm getting close to either hitting it or not hitting it. Uh, the reason I set November the 12th for my deadline is because I have um, prospective tenants that have informed me that their lease at their current location will run out on the 12th of November. Today's spotlight artist is John Legend and his wife. Uh, due to the fact that what they're going through right now, a pretty difficult time of losing their um, their newborn. This song is called Never Break, and it was dedicated uh, from John Legend to his wife. This is for Chrissy. Oh, yeah. We got a good thing, babe. Whenever life is hard. We'll never lose our way. We both know who we are. Who knows about tomorrow? We don't know what's in the stars. I just know I'll always follow the light in your heart. So I'm not worried about and I'm never been. Updating, uh, updating you on uh, the process of the house. Um, as of last week, um, we switched the door, so it was a yellow door, um, but the door was badly damaged. So we uh, decided to, uh, we tried to do all the sanding we could before and and painting it, saying we could hide it, but you really couldn't. Trying to open the door. Um, and it kept getting stuck. If you ever mess with an old house or mess with a damaged door, they, they you know, sometimes they work for you, sometimes they don't. Without tightening up the, um, the the hinges would work, but it didn't. Then we thought that possibly, um, uh, was that using bondo for the door and and sanding and painting it, but it was just too far gone. Uh, so we decided to use a uh, buy a uh, pre-hung door. And it would have worked, but the house with it settling and um, not necessarily being square after 107 or 108 years, um, one side of the door is about two inches off um, from being flush, and the other side is about a half an inch to an inch uh, being off. So we got to next week, that'll be something that either I work on or my wife and I, we work on uh, together. Another thing, um, we put down carpet in one of the bedrooms, crown molding. So we, we cut that this week, tried our best at stretching it out. Looks pretty well. Um, we went to the kitchen, um, painted the bottom cabinets, uh, screwed down the new countertop, um, put up another uh, cabinet up top, painted uh, the other one. 
So uh, and finish painting the uh, the kitchen, the overhead where the cabinets were going to go. We finish painting that, uh, and then you have uh, the the second bedroom. We finished mudding, and then we um, started painting. So I think with that room, we're probably about halfway done with that room. So we have that leaves us with the laundry room and the bathroom, and then basically we're done with the home. So we're we're on the final stretches, trying to get there, still trying to look for help. Uh, for um, when my wife doesn't come, someone that I don't have to babysit, someone that you know knows a little of what they're doing, I I pay the money you know up front to get it in the back end. Some of the things you know we have to we have to think about when it comes to um, being the landlord or being being the property manager or being the uh, the owner of a property. You know sometimes you got you have to spend more than what you initially thought. So you try you still try to stick as close as you can to the budget. Um, knowing that sometimes, you know, trying to find help is going to, you know, mess up your bu- budget, going to make you go over. But, you know, you can't really beat good help. This week before I decided to go work on a property, I decided to drive around t- through a couple, about two smaller uh, cities on the way to the home that I'm working in, uh, working on in the Piedmont. And there I found a, a couple potential homes, probably, I would say more than a couple, I'd say several um, but I found one from possibly a motivated seller. And what I mean by that is it was a for sale sign on the uh, property. Um, so I made a memory, uh, you know, uh, um, I guess I, I guess you could say I put the I made a memory bank of the address or at least the location at the time because I didn't want to waste any more time driving around. So after I finished working on the house that day, I went. I, it might have been the next day because it was a little too dark that night. Um, I went the next day, looked at the property before I headed back home, because what I do is I, w- I only work on this property on the weekend, so I stay with my parents on the weekend. I, so it's about it's a crazy drive. It's probably four hours away uh, from where I live, and it's probably about 25, 30 minutes away from my parents. So I work on the property, worked as long as I could, went to my parents' house and crashed. Um, next day, either I think it was after. Um, after I worked on the home, uh, going back to my parents' house to get my clothes and stuff like that, just pack up, I decided to drive over to the house. And with me, I'm that type of person that will talk to the neighbors. And so I was at the house. I went to the sign that said for sale, but the number on it was faded. So I don't know if, you know, from the sun hitting it or what they used to write with, um, the, the rain washing it away, whatever it may be, but there was no number on the sign. So I was like, oh, I had already in my head planned right then when I saw that, that it's going to take me a while to find out who owns it, trying to find the research. Some people don't want to be found. But I noticed somebody was in between uh, the properties. It was a group of people, younger guys, no telling what they were up to, but they were in the front yard in their cars listening to music and up under the carport. And uh, so I decided to talk to uh, talked to one of them, and I asked him, you know, if he knew who owned it. He said, yeah, it's, it's his family's um, place, uh, somebody in his family. And so I said, hey, what's, what's the number? And he at, he told me that it's on the sign, and I said, well, there's no, no number there. He said, oh, it's across the street on the sign. So if I didn't stop to talk to him, I would have never found the person's actual number. Across the street was a plot of land that they were planning on selling also. Um, so it's possible, you know, uh, making that stop is a... A two property deal possibly um but i never would have found out who owned you know i probably maybe i would have found it out but it would have took me a while because the people are out of state um 
And those things can take a while to try to find. But I was lucky enough to find the number. I haven't called them yet because I'm trying to work on another deal. I just um, completed, a, a, I guess, I won't say completed, but negotiated a deal to buy um, some land uh, not too far from where my uh, wife's family's from. And a nice, uh, pretty nice community um, where the lots are, where the, you know, the lots are going per acre for 32, well, I say 28 to 36,000. And I go negotiate a deal for a lot less um, as far as per acre. We didn't buy acre, but it was, you know, I won't say it's close to it, but it was um, around 0.3. And so I negotiated, basically the price that we I negotiated was um, if you would have made it an acre, would have been about 19,000 uh, per acre. So we're getting a, good, a great deal off rip. Um, so, I mean, you know, you can negotiate land, you can negotiate rental properties. Uh, you can negotiate homes, I should say, or apartment buildings. Anything is negotiable. Um, so I'll be keeping everyone posted on the you know the final process uh, of the home, getting close to the the long stretch. I have to see if the next person I'm, I get, I have them lined up, is going to be uh, you know a decent worker, someone I don't have to basically babysit. So keep my fingers crossed on that. Because uh, that can be sometimes the worst, trying to find someone to um, help finish up the property or work on the property with you. Sometimes you got to watch them like you would a kid. I want to thank you all for listening to today's podcast. It was short, but hopefully it was short and sweet. Hopefully it was motivating for you. Um, again, the whole point of my podcast and the whole point of, I should say, my business is to invest in BC and D-class communities to fight um, gentrification, so to basically promote reverse gentrification. If you want to um, assist, you can give it to my cash app, which is WAG Realty LLC. And uh, you can give it to my GoFundMe, which is Keeping Rentals Affordable. Very much uh, so appreciated. Um, I also have um, a couple other uh, ways of, you know, I have Square. You can give directly to uh, this website, anchor.fm. Also, you can give to my Venmo uh, account. So if you have any messages, you have any um, questions or anything, you can message me on Anchor. It's a great website. If you haven't given it a chance, please do so. Uh, maybe you have a point of view that you would love to share. Uh, maybe you have a passion. You know, like I say, my passion is real estate, so that's why I try to share as much information that I can. Keep everybody updated on my stories to, you know, let you know that if someone like me can do it, you can do it also.